0: And they set up the vaults all around the world. We're all Which, around the
1: US. If you guys yeah. don't realize this or you didn't look into the backstory, it happens because of fucking uh, an oil war. They were fighting over oil. That's the hype. Ah, so, in Fallout? Yeah. So here's the reason why. you like the life of Fallout. So, so the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the life of Fallout. That's so funny.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 258. I'm one of your hosts, Neo Ayoshi, alongside Felix Hergood. Sure. Hey,
1: what's up? You tried to talk over me, Trip Zero. You
0: did, and Trip Zero.
2: <laughs> I'm Trip Zero. I thought you said you were going
0: to throw it to me, but I think you meant that after yeah, the housekeeping. I the game so that you're playing, you are know? playing. That's mine, it, yep. That's after my the mind. housekeeping, yep. That's okay, yeah. So, housekeeping, uh, tomorrow, well, as of recording this, recording this on Wednesday tomorrow, Thursday, the 9th of, of July, we will meet Felix and a special guest, Doc Prefect, will be doing our spoiler cast recording of The Last of Us 2. Uh, you've been waiting for it. The cast of us. It. The <laughs> cast of us is happening. The cast of us. Um, so check for that on uh, twitch.tv slash immersion underscore gamer, and it'll be on YouTube and podcast services the following day or two. So uh, please look forward to that. Um, other than that, like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends about the podcast. Tell your mom. Love to see it. Tell your Specifically mom. Specifically, too. Exactly. The, the, the um, telling your
1: friends thing is incredibly important because, like.
0: Oh, yeah. That, that's
1: how. Dude, I was just listening to Rogan the other day. And he said, dude, how did I get here? Completely by word of mouth. People telling people. That's, he how, he, know a, that's how he got his know, podcast.
2: You know, a fun fact from uh, Professor Broman. Streamer. I love Jeremy. it. He, uh, back in the day when uh twitch was very new and he was new on twitch people would say like how do i tip you because he would not put a tip link on his about page there was no way to give him money especially before being a partner right so like how do we tip you how do we give you money he said don't give me any fucking money if you feel that strongly that you want to give me dollars tell 10 people specifically about me don't just say you will literally tell 10 people to watch my stream go out and tell 10 people and that is brilliant more valuable to me than than money it's so and simple, now he's the so retired director, right. director of GCX. So that's great. Wow. Tell your friends. That's tell amazing. You, tell your friends. Yeah. And your mom. It's
1: the best, Don't way, forget your best mom. way to reward us.
0: <laughs> so, how you guys doing? It's, it's been a week, guys. It has been a week. All right. It's been one more week since we have
2: been talked now.
1: I've been, uh, not to name specifics, but I've been two weeks now back at my job interfacing mm-hmm. with, with humans. people. And,
0: no, uh, yeah. no streaming, I noticed.
1: Yeah, and that's that's one of the biggest issues I'm having because that the job is not stable in in what it wants me to do. Like our hours are all fucked up, and I'm going into work earlier and coming out coming out earlier. But like I'm walking out of this constant experience, um, completely exhausted, and and I just don't want to fucking play games in front of people i just don't like that's understandable yeah um because the job is so exhausting but also i can't play in the morning because every one of my shifts starts at fucking nine so it sucks and on my days off i'm also exhausted so i i hope to get through this to, and get back to a place and i when i come back i'll be exclusively on twitch so you guys will see me there that's i just right. don't that's i just right. don't have a date on when that's gonna happen so catch me you here Every
2: forced in your streaming decision a yeah little bit. yeah uh, f- fuck yeah <laughs> mixer quit <laughs> somehow you don't know out there in the streaming space mixer
1: is dead you guys thought i was gonna quit mixer well mixer quit on me
0: fuck <laughs> they <it's, it's> <laughs> did he really did oh, I, was, I was i was in that all shit there, all dude. the way up to the bitter end <laughs> mm-hmm you're ride or die for Mixer, dude. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, I'm in on this. I'm, I'm with this. It's a, uh, it's pretty funny, man. Like I,
2: that day after the announcement happened, I saw so many Mixer streamers that I, that I knew and like kind of interface with just on Twitter and following, just being so like they, they sounded lost, like they had no idea. I don't what, know what to I'm, do. I don't know
1: what I'm going to do, man. And
2: then <laughs> like they, like they all hopped on Twitch and like their communities came over and like new people found them and like they're fine, if not better. Than they were on Mixer, you know. Not to say Mixer didn't have potential, but like it's just it's it's so hard to carve out space against the uh, the giants that are there. It's true. So, well, Trip, what have you been playing? Uh,
0: uh, what have I been, been playing, playing?
2: Uh, since the last week? I finished The Last of Us Part One and i started we
0: about that right you talked about
2: the dlc i was in the middle of the dlc so i finished the last of us part one and the dlc you did left and behind i started yeah. the last of us part two on monday and i am now two streams into that eight hours roughly into the story and it is a time dudes so i'm
0: having a lot of fun with this so game. compare your experience with the first one to what you've experienced with the second one or uh if we're talking you straight went up right, you went right
2: into it. Like I did, it just yeah, immediately yeah. one into another. If we're talking about straight up comparisons between the games, um the the combat in Last of Us Part Two is so much smoother than Last of Us Part One. Oh yeah. Um, in terms of the, the the character movement options and the speed at which you can swap weapons and, and making you know more viable in the moment combat options. So that's really cool to explore what difficulty and,
1: did you pick Uh
2: moderate mo- so you did right. mo- moderate like yeah. I did. And I kind I of, I've, I kind of like was playing and I'm thinking like, did I, should I have gone one difficulty higher? Cause I'm like, I I'm about that the entire time yeah. kind of surviving. And I have like a shit ton of materials and I'm leaving materials. And I'm like, I feel like I'm not being efficient. Like I feel like maybe be one more difficulty click. I would just have enough supplies to get by and still be clearing entire sections one so. thing
0: i noticed with the uh the moderate difficulty is even enemies are a lot easier to face down like human enemies especially like this the stealth aspect it works really much like in your favor when it comes to any kind of enemy honestly do, do you um, know if
1: do, do you know if you read anywhere if you move to a higher difficulty does the stealth not
0: work as well um so I looked at the difficulty settings and this has been praised across the board on this game was they have massive accessibility options for this game and they have different difficulty sliders. So you can actually individually go, I want enemy stealth detection to be higher, or I can be like more, more materials or less materials, or you can make things more generous or difficult against you, depending on
1: what you want. So you can customize your build for how the game plays
0: exactly That's exactly really yeah you cool. can you can pick which specific aspects of the game are harder or easier and it's kind of dope but I, I i just kept it right down the middle um i probably should just got a step higher though i didn't even know like, that shit was in there be- i want to
1: play the whole game over and like fuck with the sliders because hey, i already brought this up to you you guys got all confused in the term sliders i brought up sliders when i was talking about a baseball game I fuck with sliders in the baseball game for difficulty. Because you,
2: you you lean so hard into like the concept of the interface mechanism, and we're like, well, just tell us what you're doing. No,
1: no no, 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 trip, no, no, trip,
0: what no. Sliders are trip, no trip. trip. No,
1: trip, trip. It was because of the term "slider" being used in baseball. Yeah, that's, I know there was so I much confusing.
2: confusion. Sliding <laughs> bases, <laughs> like just, that's what I just was tell us what you were doing. You guys were you uh, talking are you about you pitching? pitching? What are you talking about? Yeah, because he started off with the the most My, like umbrella. You guys know about sliders? Oh. <laughs> Have you heard about sliders? <laughs> no, nah, bro. Um, White Castle is too far for me. Way too far. White Castle is um, too far. Uh, but yeah, like the combat is sick. Um, it's so much fun to play. Uh, the the guitar mechanic. Okay. Is so much fun. Isn't that cool? Dude, and I like I discovered just by playing it that like the touchpad is secretly segmented into six sections and you can pick individual strings and oh, yeah. you're you're fretted at whatever chord you're at. Whichever chord you have highlighted. So like you could theoretically play a bunch of songs i i I played the intro to nothing else matters by metallica because it's all open strings on an e minor chord so i was like oh i can fucking fucking pick around (laughs) with this dude and it worked and i like lost my mind and i'm like i would just stay here forever playing this so what i did was i made a save file in that music shop for myself then saved over it with like the primary save so whenever i want off stream just by myself i can hop in there
0: and just fuck around with like um you will get you will run into more guitars later
2: yeah oh i'm, oh, I'm, I'm sure joel um, was playing a uh a taylor in the beginning of the game and that's a like a taylor's a like a, a super high-end guitar that that people play up there like how
0: would you find that in the apocalypse like how lucky you gotta be to like get that guitar
2: no he had that that was his oh yeah like, okay yeah a thousand percent dude he, mm-hmm. he brought that shit with him from that very first house in minute one of the last of us part one he had that shit in there all right all right it's fair. It's um, like a thirty five hundred dollar guitar. He had that shit his whole life. There
0: was a video circulating this week of um, Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, Mark Hoppus! Yeah. Mark mm-hmm. Hoppus playing. Damn it! Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, there's a bunch of YouTube videos of people who were like, "I played the Dragon Force song on guitar. Check this out! Like on mm-hmm. the Last of Us guitar. It's pretty. It's pretty impressive um, that they did that whole thing. Yeah, it was cool. Um, but but I got I got to agree with you, man. The the combat in Last of Us Two. Feels amazing to it's just so fuck good. around with. Um, yeah. I was in your stream last night and I was like, my favorite. I was saying like my favorite thing to do is to like pull out a revolver, shoot someone in the leg, and they like stagger because like they react to whatever you do. Like yeah, humans mm-hmm. will will stagger. They'll 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 take their arm if you hit them in their arm. Um, that's pretty. Shotguns that's, will,
1: will um, take legs off. That was pretty consistent in Last of Us One too,
0: though I love that. Oh, it's even more so in this one yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, hands down, like they, the everyone does react like to what you do, and it lets you like just swap weapons, run up to someone, smash them with a bottle, or hit them with a with a, a thing, and then swap your weapon again, and then go to the next person. Like you can easily control the battlefield in like the most fun ways, like that. I haven't like had that much fun doing since yeah. like Metal Gear Solid Five. Like uh, because of all the options that you get in that game as well. And speaking of like a Metal
2: Gear analogy, you've got the option to go prone right now, which makes like yeah. like stealth in grass the, a the very newest, viable
1: option. The newest going development under cars too. It's great. Yeah. The newest yeah. development for me that I loved was the prone man. I love. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. the The movement is just it's nuts. Anything and it's you know, smoothly works too. Anything yeah. with the mechanics, not the story, that you're frustrated with.
2: Right. Uh. Oh, things that I'm frustrated with. Yeah, that's um, a question
0: yeah i i'll tell you mine picking up objects in the world is still so slow and red dead like and it's annoying just like the grabbing materials yeah, like, you kind you'll, of you'll, you'll, you'll go to like a drawer and you'll hit triangle and then like she'll like line up in front of it and then mm-hmm. like pull it open so the animation looks good and perfect which i understand but like yeah. it takes like an extra like i don't know i know this is like kind of like like I'm just bitching about it, but like five extra or so seconds to like open the drawer and now I can pick the object up and like that, you do that like all the time. It happens throughout the entire 20 hour experience of the game. So I got,
1: I got in both games, I got hung up on, I forget about it usually after three hours or four hours of playing the game. But like the thing that I always get hung up on when I come into these fucking games that bothers me for like, I don't know, is the fact that there is no button to put away a gun um it's bothered me in every game it bothered me in the first one they either they they
0: automatically put it away or they do
1: they do they do and that's why i forget about it usually because it just goes away but like yeah and like sometimes
0: like when there are people near they'll just pull the gun out so like to signal that you're like about to be in combat like they'll just do it.
1: it it just jarred me having played so many games where there's like a you know holster your revolver type Button, mm-hmm. and there there wasn't one, and I noticed they con- continued with that and this. So I, I guess, and I, I forgot about it again. So it, like, it fucking doesn't matter that they they're not doing that. But like that, mm-hmm. I got hung up on that when I first was playing it. And there was one other thing, and I can't remember the other fucking thing that bothered the shit out of me there was one other thing that kept bothering me and i don't remember what it was that kept taking me uh, out of the game go ahead maybe you'll jog my memory i
2: I mean mechanics wise there are three things in the game that i that i don't super enjoy Uh, one is the way they kind of tweaked the skill system in the first game you could kind of save your pills up for whatever upgrade you wanted and kind of like you know save up for the the health extension right off the bat you know like 100 pills boom i have more health i'm good with everything else until this moment. Right now, they have you find training manuals to unlock other paths that then unlock those skills. And then, even within those skill paths, you have to progress like step by step you have to have all the prerequisite skills. if you don't don't do one you can't do two
1: if you don't do two you
2: can't do three yeah so there's that Mm -hmm. which i I mean like i get it you could probably like you know break the game if they had like new skills they're introducing in this and you could jump right to them if you just wanted to save up you know the pills like i get the design decision i'm just not a super big fan of it um another thing is the uh the ladder training they didn't really teach you like uh because all right, so they teach you when you go up to a ladder, you press X to climb the ladder. Right? Yeah, but X is also your jump button. Okay, so, <laughs> there were so many moments. So I was trying to go down a ladder, and I just ended up jumping into a fucking gap and just dying. <laughs> I was like next time I'm like I'm like all right how do I fucking do this and like a lineup and I just fucking jump and yeah. I leap and like then then Ellie ragdolls down so, this
1: fucking So I have a I have a couple the, experiences like that. Yeah.
0: That's the equivalent to when a game has your jump button also be the action button to talk to somebody like hmm. like i, I want to say like final fantasy 15 did this so like i would or some some game some like game like that you would run up to somebody to talk to them and i'd end up just like jumping around them like i'm like i'm crazy like i'm a crazy person uh, but uh yeah so i totally understand don't well, get you, that you, i'm sorry uh, you stop. know
1: what the uh, the thing that bothered me at first and eventually i got used to it because i wasn't used to it most games when you walk to those uh cinematic like tight like wedge type not Where you have
2: to sneak like, right. sideways through so the thing? Little, yeah. Literally great example. We
1: brought it up yeah. earlier, the Fallen Order game. When you're the Jedi and you walk up to a slit in the wall, you just push toward it, and he goes into the animation and walks through it. When I first was playing the game, it was super jarring because you'd walk up to a slit that you have to walk through, and then you have to hit X to get through it to activate that animation. And I would always hmm. walk up to these and I'd be standing there going, why the fuck isn't she going? It's, it's into a the- little
2: silly. You have to hit yeah, X for that. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. They,
1: they added this extra button in there that bothered me, my, but that's because th- I was used to fall in order, you know?
2: Oh, right. Yeah. True. My third mechanic shift is, um, whenever you aim down sights in the last of us, part one, and you hit the R one button, that was your button to change your shoulder perspective. Of where you yeah. were aiming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In Last of Us Part 2, they made R1 a quick weapon swap. Mm-hmm. So as you're aiming, you hit R1, you can swap to like your next gun in the rotation. So like you give your handgun out, R1, used that. all of a sudden it's your shotgun, all of a sudden it's your, your rifle. But I don't as think they had a quick scan, weapon swap in the other There one. was no quick There's weapon that. swap in Last of Us Part 1. Right. So they added it and decided to take R1 as that button. And I thought the shoulder swap was gone entirely. It's not. I found it last night. Thumbstick. As you're aiming down sights, it's the square button. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Square yeah. is your is your shoulder swap. And like I was, I mean, I was taking corners uh, just really awkwardly because I was like, I I hate that I can't swap my shoulder perspective. Then I found it. Yeah. Um,
0: Probably a good thing to put in your early game tutorial.
2: Yeah, and I feel like unless I missed the the option to, I don't think you can change around your control scheme. In this I didn't game. try. I didn't. Um, I, I didn't look for it either. I would probably do that. I would I would make maybe like the square button the one to cycle through your weapons because you've already trained a player in part one to change your perspective with R one, and you're adding a new mechanic. So like make use of a new button. You're not using square when you're aiming down sights anyway because your reload is is R two, and again square out of uh, ADS is your melee. So it's a good space for that too. They just I guess they decided R one was what they were gonna
0: yeah I ended up mashing Square a lot when I thought it was reload, like yeah. i my brain says square is reload for a lot of controller based games. Sure. I'd end up just swinging randomly in my playthrough. You could see that a lot happening mm-hmm. with me
1: oh by the way that's that's what I figured out is the easy way um to put away your gun swing yeah <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're, you're <young. laughs> you start swinging your melee and she puts the gun away instantly
0: <laughs> um another thing mechanic wise I just want to point out um the aiming is super hard. I don't know if I this is just me, but the no. aiming was so annoying to just line up shots for whatever reason. I just had a hard time I'm, with it. I So you're, I have the you're exact opposite experience. You're just like you're just like
2: snapping and on a shredding people in this game.
0: Well, I just I, I just feel like I feel like I'm just like, drunk aiming. It really depends Literally on your... The first, game, the first
2: game, I felt like I had no control over my gun. And this game, I feel like I'm just, like, snapping off heads left and right. I think, Neo, it depends so on your... Wild.
1: I think it depends on your play style. Like, I didn't... It must be. I was more close. Oh, yeah, it can be. I, I went close more often. Like, mm. I, I would clear whole areas by killing everyone, like, in silence. Like, that's how I would do it quite frequently. Right. Um, I, I really am happy in this game. Uh, because I have the in trip, you just had the personal experience, and I I'm pl- replaying Last of Us on Grounded. Mm-hmm. I'm happy happier in this game that um, there are uh, uh, less situations where you have to kill every single enemy. Like, yeah, that's like where true. you can go through a whole area and get to the other side and just pass by everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, because there was m- so much more of that in Last of Us One that I'm noticing where if you want to go to the next section you have to kill every single guy even though right. you've successfully gotten from point a to point b on the other side and got past everyone with no one knowing you were there you still you still have to open some like door or something and you can't do that until all the enemies are finished and cleared and i noticed that this game did less of that fell back on that less and i appreciated that because i like the idea of like being able to like think about the speedrunners of the world you know like If they can figure out how to get through this section on the hardest difficulty without having to kill a single fucking person, similar to like Dishonored, right? Mm -hmm. And And they will. Then reward them
2: for that. You know, don't that's punish. You. Be the goal will be kill no one or as as minimal people as possible yeah. just to get to the next area. Yeah, you know?
1: and, and reward somebody for being able to do that because that's a really great stealth like success. You know, yeah. and that's one of the biggest criticisms I have of the first one, and probably a lot of people who are critics of the game have a criticism of that fucking fact because they force you into situations. But there were, and then this gets into story, so I don't want to go in there But there were some story moments in this that bothered me that forced you into making a decision that. You didn't really, if you didn't want to make it, you didn't have a choice because the story just took you in that direction. But mm-hmm. I, I don't need to get in the details of that. But that's, yeah, we'll, for, we'll uh, talk, about that tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, talk about that tomorrow. Yeah,
2: we'll talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. It's,
1: i um, definitely yeah, got. I, I gotta get some cliff notes neo on the all the story beats
0: yeah i'll write a little thing do you up.
1: mind doing that because i was gonna ask you earlier and i was like that sounds like a real imposition like i'm like neo can you do the work for this just
2: take your phone out and type yourself a little note i'm dude. going
1: to i'm going to but i, I know well, he's tomorrow be, of the episode look, i just you trust him to? i trust his thoroughness his tr- okay that's okay. it i trust his thoroughness
2: You always leave a note.
0: If if I find a a a plot, always leave a note. Always leave a Um, note. I didn't
1: position it as write a handwritten thing out of a note. I could
0: also find a a plot synopsis. I said, do you know
1: an article that's good enough that like summarizes all the shit again? You know, I can find.
0: I can find something. I can find something. That's all I was saying. All
2: right. Anyway, so yeah. So that's been. That's been the last of us you guys are going to explore it tomorrow that's been the big thing that i've been playing but i also did a little uh, i did cooking simulator as well as a fun game on my birthday uh and that was fun as shit um
0: so is that like uh, surgeon simulator is it like the same people yeah, it's
2: like it's very very similar to that yeah and uh i had marley over for the birthday and we were kind of taking turns playing a specific cooking simulator scenario where it's like a christmas party and you have to cook for people that show up at your party who have a specific tastes and uh you have like a couple hours to do it and you have to make you know the perfect food with the perfect flavor and the perfect like delivery and uh it's wild man like cooking simulator is so dumb like complicated that it becomes funny and the goal was like if something breaks in the kitchen like that's when like you take a drink like you have to carry plates around and like measure out oil and liquid and like not catch things on fire and follow instructions and recipes and ingredients and it just like it just imagined like how ridiculous any of the simulator games are and it's that but with cooking which is a lot of fun oh, that's uh, awesome. You got timers, I mean, you got, you know, things that are, that are blending. It just, it's, imagine all of that and then trying to deal with it all on like a mouse and a keyboard.
0: It's, it's, it reminds me of like, like Overcooked, but like more of like a first person thing. Yeah, it's very like
2: technical where Overcooked is like, Overcooked is simple and it's like stressful because you have to like get the stuff out at a specific time and you have to do it repeatedly. Um, and like you just press a button to chop and then you carry and you bring things so overcooked is like a fun multiplayer thing uh, cooking simulator is like it's it's the simulation of like owning a restaurant like if you play the campaign you have to buy all the ingredients you gotta stock your shelves you gotta clean up the restaurant when you're done if you break a bottle of oil you gotta swipe the bottle of oil up it's, it's like for someone who really is into like the cooking or restaurant life and you can get a lot of play time is out it of in it. VR? I don't know if there's like a VR kind of add-on to this, I want to say no, but mm. I don't know. I feel like it's been out a couple of years,
0: and if anything, they might have made one at this point. That would be nuts. That'd be it's, actually really nuts. It sounds really cool because I like cooking and I like chaotic video games. Yeah. Kind of over overcooked makes me mad. But I'm, yes, I'm, I, I'm coming awesome. in.
1: Sorry, I was typing something in the chat. Uh, I'm coming in on this. Is cooking simulator like more realistic or is it yes? But it, so it's not yeah. like a it's not like a cartoony looking like no it's it's hard. supposed
2: to be a realistic thing like you follow a recipe where it's like five grams of cayenne pepper on the fish before you put it in the oven for 90 seconds like okay. it's like that kind of very specific you know cut the the, the lemon wedge into fours and it's got they, they got to be even so you can present it uh, that's the goal of the game essentially and then like i was saying they have this story mode where you 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 work on your restaurant and you have you know people review your food and you try to like present it the best way so they tip you high and you know review your shit and get more expensive clients to your restaurant you buy new recipes buy ingredients it's like a yeah a restaurant restaurateur life that actually state. sounds really dope it's fun dude it's fun uh definitely pick it up on the pc not the switch because a switch version is garbage yeah, as you can uh, yeah that's what i heard i heard yeah, I heard yeah. It's like it's so <laughs> the perfect, you need the the precision of a mouse to kind of control things and just the sticks on the switch are not it and the graphics on the switch for this are not it and it's just very 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 tedious i guess if that's your only option and you really want the experience you can do it but this is very much a pc game i actually i saw it. Uh, first, maybe like a year or so ago, lyric was playing it, and it just looked like the funniest, most reckless thing, and that's why I scooped it. And uh, it was ended up being pretty fun. So yeah, they had the Christmas add-on, which is what we did. They've got like Food Network competitions. They just released like a baking specific expansion. So there's like a lot of like real life cooking mechanics you kind of go through.
0: Do they do like a Great British Bake Off style thing?
2: I don't know. I haven't. Uh, I haven't dived into the cooking thing, but I wouldn't be surprised. I bet it's competition based because all the all their expansions seem to be outside of the main story. Nice. Nice. So yeah, that was a fun time. That does actually, that does sound pretty fun. <laughs> that was my week. It was on sale. I think recently, I don't know if it is anymore. I'll check as someone, yeah, who goes still next
0: on the Steam sale, I believe
2: it might be actually, let me just search. Is it going to tell me that like, you already own this. You can't see this $13 currently. That sounds like a deal. It's normally $20. Yep. There it is. Still on sale. That does look. Oh. simulator vr whoa that answers our other question oh oh planned release date q4 2020 so the end of this year cooking simulator in vr holy shit man that, that i would so be, all, be able to I look mean, around the so whole bad. you'll be able That's to fun. look around the whole kitchen huh yeah
0: and and control everything yeah. with your hands
1: like pick yeah. it up and do, do a little bit of this, a little bit mm-hmm.
2: of this there's a
0: trailer it looks hilarious. <laughs> that's dope that's
2: dope yeah um it's It's, i mean it's pretty good at like actual cooking mechanics just sped up you know like obviously you're not baking your fish for only 90 seconds but like like the process of flavoring it and like putting the right amount of oil in in the pan and measuring things out it's very much like what you would do if you're trying to learn how to like get into this routine of actually cooking so
1: dude i used it's to be bad. a. I used to make drinks as a bartender that was the closest i got to cooking and i i wonder actually, if there's a, there's probably a, a bartender yeah I, ter, I turned it into a pretty pretty awesome art form I, I made all kinds of drinks i used to make old fashions and i used did you uh to, did i you had my own ice? i had my own bloody mary mix that i made yeah
2: you bartender say? vr simulator did you shave ice did you hand shave your ice that's like a big thing right now.
1: We, we didn't, that wasn't a trend then. And we didn't have anything set up to be able to do that. But we did, we did a bunch of really cool shit. I worked at a boat bar, like in a marina. So like, you ever heard of the term captain's bar? With no. The, captain's bar is a, a bar that comes off in a U shape, like from a wall that they call that a captain's bar. Okay. It's like, you're the captain of a ship basically. And that's what I had. It was, a, it, it would, the most you could work behind there were two people you couldn't and it was, so it was just a captain's bar and all around me would be the bar stools and 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 beyond that were the windows uh, that looked out on a river so it was it was mm-hmm. kind of beautiful actually it was really serene but yeah i did that for a lot of years and i used to make all kinds of like intricate frozen drinks and i had my own bloody mary mix that i made up and they gave me uh, i was like the bar manager so they gave me like the keys to like open up and shit that's what i did before i I came up here to Philly. So
2: nice, dude. Yeah, you real life, you real life bartender simulated.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did it for real. So. Just called having a
2: job, but that's what you did. Yeah, for three
1: and a half years, I was a bartender. It was great. I bet you were a good bartender too. Yeah, but you you know what? I'll tell you the truth about bartending. It's super depressing because yeah, you get all these <laughs> like you get these amazing people that come in and they're at their highest. point. Let me point. tell you a secret. But they the, the people are at their highest point what well, quite frequently, when they're drinking right problem is then a majority there's a small fraction of people that are always fucking at the end. Of the party. (laughs) So they're sad and pissed. They're getting in fights. Of course. course. The one guy who used to sit at the bar and fucking feed his kids chicken fingers so he could just keep playing video parkour and get fucking smashed. (laughs) You know, and it's like 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, Roy, 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 you got to fucking take your kids out of here, man. I got to shut this fucking You got to go home, dude. You got to go home, man. Your kids are crying and you're feeding them chicken fingers. Of course, his name is Roy. His fucking name's Roy.
0: sorry um, to
2: any roys out there listening
1: yeah sorry yeah. To any roys but um but yeah
0: yeah all right yeah. um so i'll go next are you are y'all we're done yet? Yeah, yeah we're, just, we're, we're,
2: we're good good, good seg guy. guy good And t- you t- guys are going to like chat into the last of us in depth tomorrow so that'll yeah, be we're, fun we're going to do that
0: yeah you know? yeah so stay tuned for that um i'll go real quick i didn't do a whole lot of video gaming this week i went away this weekend but i was feeling i, I was feeling the naughty dog production values and i wanted more so I ended up going back to Uncharted 4 because, damn, Un- Naughty Dog makes some damn good games. Yeah, um, that's so entertaining, that game. game. Game came out in 2016. It still looks like it came out this year. Like, it's it's incredible. They they put the work into those games that let them last like that. Uh, the the I games... You.
2: Three and four. One you, you,
0: you have to. Um Three, three is is good. Like I would just play it for three, the experience because those janky. games are just
1: three is real janky, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's got it's got its moments. It's got um, I just I went one shit. to two, and then I just stopped. I
2: hard stopped at three years ago. I was just like, I'll get back to this, and I just never did. So I have to do that before four. Obviously,
0: you should. Four, I mean, yeah, you should. But, but right? four is on like another level, dude. It's yeah. like their plot insane lines are not connected, though.
2: You could. I you think know. I remember we had a show where we talked about the gameplay they revealed maybe at one of the e3s like them it's uh it's him and sully at a big marketplace and just like the crowd dynamics Then they went into like this car chase and we're like the mud do you look at the mud like that was a whole show i think we had I played that
0: time. scene last night and it holds up it is it's yeah. good and like one thing i was pointing out on my stream because that that whole scene it's like a it's a whole thing. Like you leave a puzzle room, right? Like you do a whole puzzle. You leave. You go. Oh, we have to get to the char- This character, and then you go through the crowd, and then you get into a jeep, and you're getting chased by a like a gun, like a gun tank, like mm-hmm. a tank's chasing you. Yeah. And the game perfectly, like this is how good they are at like designing levels and puzzle, puzzles and everything. The the game actively visually tells you where you need to go, just just by the way. The game let like guides your eyes, right? Like it do, it just does it. Like it it doesn't want you to stay on the road because that's where the gun the tank is going. So what it'll do is it'll 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 use environment cues to go oh go right into this alley and drive down this way and just keep going through these alleys and like it'll actively guide you on where to go. The characters are also talking the whole time. They're telling you like oh watch out. Soli's like go through this way. Oh go go through that alley. Like drive to the right, like, Nate. Yeah, it's exactly. And Where are you going, game, Nate? The game is literally directing you Pretty good in this in this action scene. Like it's 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 using all these cues to make a, an awesome action montage yeah. for you. Like it's, um, it's guiding it's so you, well making
2: you feel like you're not. Being guided—that you're making the calls and the decisions—and you're just part of this whole sequence that's happening.
0: You're hands down in control the whole time, and then it leads up to a like like after that whole section happens, you're 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 abandoning your jeep. You're jumping onto another jeep. You're getting into fist fights. You're catching like when you run out of ammo with a gun and you punch out somebody, their gun flies in the air, and your character will catch it, and you're instantly back in in like shooting. Like everything is so beautiful and cinematic. The way they do this pulpy action, it's it's a joy to play. Like honestly, it is it, really it is, is just fun and the story is engaging and it's it's a great it's just so well done. I
1: can tell you there's only one part in the whole game that I hate.
0: Which part? I wanna know.
1: The very goddamn end. A four? The, the don't, I mean, don't say it. I'm not gonna spoil yeah. it, but Larry the very last fight. Oh, I remember it. Mechanically, there's a problem, and you know what the problem is, and I always have a problem with this in all games. When I
0: re- I'm going to revisit it. I'm going to beat the game this week. I'm, yeah. I'm getting close to the end. But I
1: you know what mechanic in, in any fucking Uncharted game I hate? Sure. Okay. Quick time events. Quick time events. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's too much quick time event shit at the end.
0: The yeah, end. I get why they want you to do it, because it's like the culmination of like this action movie, yeah, and they want to cinematically stuff. present it. No, but-, but it
1: breaks. it breaks that. It breaks it for me oh. because if you fail it, the character you—it's—it's it's like going back to Dragon Slayer from the arcade. You, okay, you, you know, you—the you, character moves forward, then oh, there's a hole, he dies. You start over. Oh. Character moves forward, up oh, there's a hole,
0: he dies. So the game, like it's, so it's like Uncharted is like it's like you have to do it this exact way, otherwise, yeah, it's game it over. It flows start over. perfectly
1: until you get to this final fight scene with between Nate and a bunch of people or whatever, and the, there's just cuts you know quick time events and mm. events. I, just, I kept dying over and over again on that final keep in yeah. mind i was playing it on crushing so that's probably also part of it it was crushing
0: yeah the game, the game <laughs> that game gets absurdly hard if you do that what's and hilarious way, is i watched you play it yeah
1: neo i've never played that game on an easier difficulty so I really should play that game on an easier difficulty.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just cruising through it, man. I just want the story. Yeah. I want to look cool while I shoot people and punch them in the well, face. Like, I did, it's cool. At the time,
1: I did this thing where I was like, I'll play all the games on crushing. I did one, two, and three before four came out on crushing. And then I was still playing three on crushing after four came out and then finished three on crushing and then re- went right into four on crushing and never never played it on like an easier difficulty. So mm-hmm. I, I probably don't even... I probably didn't even comprehend
0: most of the story because you're you're so focused on the gameplay and just surviving. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's worth just playing just like the cruise or the story. It's, it's a fun time. One of these days, but anyway, I've been playing that. Um, also still playing Valorant. Um, I am so hard pressed to get better at this game. I feel like our crew is, Getting so good at this, and I keep falling behind because I keep like going away and I don't, have, and I'm not on my PC and I don't get to play with them. But I am so determined to get better at this game. I will continue to play this game because I love the way the game makes me feel when I do really well at around. And I, and I, and, and it, the hand, the feeling is, is hands down the best. A good game does that for sure. And yeah, and the shooting, I mean, like everything about the game is so tight, like the shooting mechanics are tight. So I know if I die, it's my fault. I did something stupid. I messed up. I didn't make the right call out. I didn't. I shouldn't have peeked to that corner. Like, I want to get better at it. I'm hoping. I'm hoping to play more with our crew just so they can elevate me. Um, but like the other the other day, like a couple of days ago, we we were playing. And it was three of us. It was like me, Locke, and uh, I want to say Channing. Um, oops, I just pulled my my headset cord out. Um, and we. We were playing, and we get matched up with, like, the worst people. Like, two people through the match, like, right in the beginning. And it's so frustrating. Like, Yeah, in our team. It's we, we had two, right? five people, but it was just the three of us in a party. Yeah. And we got matched with, like, two random people. Three times. And three three games. And every time, there was a problem. Like, either they wouldn't communicate, or we lost a round or two, and then they decided to give up early on in the round. That's annoying. Um, the one game that we did win... The other teammates that we had were very communicative and they were positive and we won because we were able to coordinate like a team and it works
2: down to communication in, in a game like that. I mean, with how tactical it is, with how much everyone has to like be on the same page with pushes, with call outs, with like communicating where the enemy is and where they see like a skill or an ability go off. I mean, even one person who's not on board can throw the entire thing, but let alone like two people, they're just dicking around. and just going to throw the entire thing.
0: Uh, one thing I pointed out to Locke when, I, when we were all playing together was like one thing I need to absolutely get better at is do- getting better at call outs, calling out the right locations, the right thing that's happening, where it's happening and when it's happening. And if I die, don't react to my own death, because that's that's a thing I always do. I go, oh, like I go, oh, shit, I died. God damn it. Like, screw that. I can't do that. I have to instead of getting angry at my death, I have to go, oh, this character is over here in the corner at this location. I have can to say still, that instead.
2: Can you still see is there like a death cam that you can watch and can you be helpful
0: with callouts like I can watch my own teammates first person I can switch between my teammate players so you least can least. see someone else's exact perspective you get no other additional angle correct that would that would be I would say that would be kind of cheesing the game yeah, yeah, if yeah. I was able to look around the map so I only can see what my other teammates can see that's it and one other thing I'm worried about doing that is i don't want to call out over people who are still in the game like you don't want to be that guy who you got one one teammate standing and i'm I'm like did you see him he's on the right and then i fuck that call up and then they die like i don't want to be that guy uh so mostly i will stay quiet um during death and just watch what people do um i don't want to fuck people up but yeah get, doing call outs is probably one of the things i need to work on the most um for sure, uh, and get better at calling. Like, like for example, the other night, I, I called out the wrong location of I think where I died, and I, I said the name wrong, so it confused the rest of my team. They didn't understand where I was talking about, and they and they, we ended up losing the round. So I have that's like something I have to like actively like get better at doing. Sure. Um. But yeah, so I'm still gonna play Valorant uh, because I love playing it and I want to get better at it. So the only way I'm gonna do that is by playing it more. Sounds true. That's yeah, very dude. true. Felix! Hey, guys! Felix, you're good. What you doing, dude?
1: Hey, what's up, man? We How wanna that, talk how's with... that
0: face doing?
2: Oh God, dude. If that the works. listeners, people who only listen to the show, first of all, we're live on Twitch whenever we record on Wednesday nights, so come by. But if you are just a listener only, uh, we won't leave you in the dark. Felix has shaved his beard. Yeah. And uh, this is now week, what, three
1: or four without a beard? Yeah, two, uh, it would be two because i've been officially back at my job two weeks and the reason why i shaved yeah, her-
2: this is not this this is at least the third show right without a beard three or four it's, it's, i feel like yeah maybe i don't know i don't know, know I what time it is two
1: weeks it could be three weeks i don't know but anyway but felix what, is now baby the, face. the issue was is the mask was over the beard the beard was giant sure The problem is isn't that you know, truth be told when you wear a mask you get a more you know more snug fucking you know effect Right, It gives you more security. It gives sure. makes you feel warm in the cockle, right? In the cockle <laughs> of the heart.
2: right? So, sure, that's a word you could use. To,
1: to so I felt warmer use, in the sure. cockle getting tighter to my face. But one mm-hmm. of the reasons I was motivated to do it was because the beard itself, when I moved my mouth, would push the mask into my eyes all day mm-hmm. long. All fucking day long.
2: And you didn't like that.
1: Uh, the dude does not abide that, bro. No, yeah, the dude does like not it. abide that. So the dude had to fucking not shave the
2: mask in the eyes. I
1: had to shave the whole fucking thing off, um, and now I got this nice, flush baby's face with the fucking mask all sn- snug, and I can fucking smell it. And, and that that
2: warms your cockles.
1: Yeah, it warms my cockles. I know I'm not getting the rona, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know. That's I'm probably for sure. rona
2: I, for sure. Cockle warming.
1: I don't know. I just uh, I feel so much more confident <laughs> in my job. With the yeah. mask now, knowing that it's not getting fucking yeah, well, in there, in all of the,
2: uh, a serious commercial, yeah, commercial. It, like it, especially when you're interfacing with other humans who yeah. could potentially be dumb as fuck and not taking this seriously. Which, yeah. let's be honest, there are yeah, um, a, a lot I've, of. I've, Stupid people out there. I have a new term.
1: Full offense if you're a dumb person. I have, I have a new term. It's called the moron majority. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new... Nice alliteration there. The mor- It's like a play like on it. moral majority. It's the moron majority. I like it a lot. All right. Full offense. Um, so, anyway, video games. Okay, let's get back to gaming. So, guys, I hate BR. I fucking hate it. <laughs> Battle Royale. Are you I, playing? I, I hate Battle Royale video games. I have... S- been required because of the the new season play in fallout 76 i've been there's always one little motherfucker in there in my daily list that says do this dumb thing and fucking nuclear winner br uh, for fallout 76 i'm not saying they're making a bad br they might be making a great br i fucking hate brs because it, well here's what they're doing bad about their fucking br the minute the match is over it dumps you to the fucking main menu of the game what the fuck <laughs>
0: like that well they generally do that. they all do that
1: what who the fuck does design that if they all do that that is fucking stupid right you push me how it
0: works no (laughs)
1: not you don't push me why am i not in another lobby why am i all the way out on the main screen
0: oh i have to reload
1: the game mode it's fucking stupid do all of them do that i mean i literally have to go pick the nuclear winter game lo- mode again, go back so, into it. And then it fucking finds another match. Why am I not
0: in no, the lobby? I'm, I'm again, following what doing. Like. Another so match. like in, in modern warfare or PUBG or whatever, they, they keep you in your party and they put you back in the queue lobby. Right. When you can choose the queue again, what he just said is key, the party, but they're I throwing to, you out of the whole game mode right. back into the main menu. And then I have to reform the fucking party. Yeah. That's so stupid. Like that is stupid. That, that's a Bethesda choice. That's dumb right just it's almost as, as like the game stupid. wasn't
1: designed for that oh exactly um but anyway there's there's little dumb shit that you got to do in um nuclear winter so and i want to do these dailies every day uh some of them are just i can't abide i can't fucking fuck with it but like one Dude of them, does not abide one of them is like do 30 minutes in nuclear winter and just pl- survive for 30 minutes well i get killed in under two minutes so how many mm-hmm. matches do i have to play do the math it's fucking terrible so I'll never do that one. But there is like an easy one where I have to drop my camp tool. You know, the camp tools like that device you drop on the ground to set a camp. The, you got to do it three times in a nuclear winter match. I can do that in under a minute, drop all three of them and get credit and then jump out of the match or stay in the match and die. Um, I've never lasted longer than 14 minutes in one of those matches. That's my longest amount of time, 14 minutes. Um,
0: Can you see how many
1: players are left in the match? Yeah, of course. It's all the standard BR. Like They got the player count. They got the circle that gets, you know, the bigger circle that becomes the smaller circle, and it's a firestorm that comes in slowly. Um, I mean, to me, not knowing much about BRs, it plays like it's normal BR. You look for... Specific crates that have a nice look to them that is very specific, and you know this one's going to be the good crate. This is going to be the medium crate, and this is going to be the the you know the even greater crate. And when you open them up, you inst- you don't have to equip weapons. You grab your weapons; they instantly become the gun you're shooting, which is cool. The armor goes instantly on your body. You don't have to go through a menu and menu manage or any of that shit. You can, but you don't have to. Um. And, you know, I just get killed because these kids, I think, know this. The, there's two maps. It's still in beta. There's two fucking maps. The kids that are playing it are fucking sweaty as fuck. They're the sweatiest fuckers on the planet. They probably memorize these maps. They know all the the hide, hidey holes and bullshit. And I'll just be walking down like this hill in the street. And the next thing you know, some fucking dickhead just shoots me in the head and I die instantly. You
0: probably shouldn't walk in the street. Should probably I know. I know. But I don't know where you are hiding. tactic it up. They're,
1: they're, they're hiding holing and shit. I don't fucking know. Anyway. I just go in to get my dailies. The thing I want to talk about this week is the fact that I am obsessed with the season play with Fallout. I love unlocking the shit that you, you get. You know, little skins here and there, uh, little bonuses to, um, you get, I'm, I'm now at the, on the board thing that you're following when you're unlocking shit. I'm now at the, the point where I'm unlocking like gold bullion atoms for the store, like stuff like that. So it's it's just nice, nice little bonus, and it's fun to kind of like play them, and it gives me a motivation to do something that I never cared about in the game. The dailies and weeklies, I didn't give a fuck about them. They were there, and I could care less. Um, it's not like Trip Zero. I think you described Destiny as adding to the game is it based on the current bounty system that existed when the season play came in, or did they add a new bounty based season play system? So same, same, same idea.
2: People, you go to someone, you say, I want to take this. It expires in a day, a week, whatever. And I have to do these objectives. And when the things are done, I'll get the rewards listed on here. I just no. click it on the menu and then it's redeemed. Well,
1: My question is, I, I know that was a familiar system, did they add a whole different set of them or are they the ones that have always been there and now it gives you motivation to just
2: do them? This season specifically, they added new sources with new types of bounties.
1: Yeah. Well, they still, yeah. So they re they recalibrated, I guess you could say the dailies and the weeklies to be more easier to not be as difficult as they were when the game released. So a lot of them are pretty easy. Like, cook 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 five meals and eat them you know right, or something yeah. like that uh build some shit in your camp you know mm-hmm. so some of them are super easy uh, like we were trying to do one yesterday which was kill a glowing creature well only a seasoned player like someone like myself or the guys i play with are going to know where the glowing creatures spawn right So we knew where that was instantly, and we went and found it. You know, a a player who's only been playing for a couple weeks isn't going to know where to find a glowing creature the minute you play the game, you know? So so it's cool. I I, I said this, I think, in a pre-show. I'm going to say it here on the show. And someone said it to me about this game in regard to me. They said, I think Fallout is your foundation game. Um, and it, I, I mean, it literally is. And yeah. I, I think you need to just continue playing it because it's something that you're becoming an expert on, and you can, you know, I'm, I'm not. I don't think I'll get so uh, as far into it as to like create YouTube videos like fucking Oxhorn, that guy. But like, I, I am pretty passionate about it, and I do know it more than any game I've ever played, um, which is weird, right? Considering how controversial this game was, that I just didn't stop. I kept playing it and now I'm to this point where I'm I'm like a guru. Uh, people ask me questions about it all the time. So I'm like I've never been that way with a game. I mean, I've sure. never been the expert guy. No,
2: and that's like a good reason to enjoy a game and to play a game because you feel like a sense of ownership. You can so, guide people through things. Like it's not bad. It's I mean, you know, you might get, you know, memed on it because of just how yeah. you know you are with it, but like it's, that comes with the territory. I mean, that is your game. As much as me we make fun of you for it. You're the, you're the guy. Like uh, you're the guy I would recommend anybody in my life who wants to play this game should talk to you unequivocally. You're the one if they
1: want to be sold yeah. on it. Um, let me tell you I just want to I'm cuz so I was super excited about it, okay? Um, yeah. I know it's not really related to like show news or anything like that, but like I got it's not it's not rare, but it is something that doesn't hasn't been dropping for me. So, uh, have you guys ever heard in Fallout uh, a a build called a bloody build? Do you have an idea what that means? Is it like
0: melee based? I'm gonna guess. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say that too. There's a perk that drops on certain guns. They're called bloodied guns or bloodied swords or blood. I was totally wrong. It's not (laughs) melee based. It's not melee based. (laughs) So what? What a bloodied perk is is the lower your health, the more damage you do with the weapon. So you can create some super devastating, bloody builds uh, where you crit like in the thousands, right? So uh, my buddy Jay Prince, who you, some of you may know, Jay Prince, uh-huh. uh, Jay Prince. So I, I, got a, I finally got a bow drop. You know, a bow in the new DLC, the Wastelanders DLC. They introduced the bow to the game. You know, everyone loves the bow. I love the bow because it's just like the Skyrim bow. If you ever play, Skyrim, I love a good bow. If you ever played the Skyrim bow, the game Skyrim the bow feels exactly like fucking skyrim it's great to use um so i finally got i finally got a bow drop i got this uh, it's called like the zealots bow the 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 perk on it zealots is you kill scorch easier that's all it is um and it was okay and i had a good time with this bow and i've unlocked all these like uh uh mods like explosive arrows plasma arrows fucking flame arrows like all this cool shit that i've unlocked right So, my buddy Jay Prince got a drop, and we did a trade. He got a bloodied bow. Now, the way I've been playing my character is I have my health bar is all red, mostly radiation, and a very, very small amount of health. This bloodied bow crits over a 1,000 when I kill enemies. It's fucking insane. I can kill a level 50 Scorch Beast in four hits. (laughs) Like, it's fucking, it's nuts. I've never I've never been that powerful in Fallout 76. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool
2: it. that, that Fallout has that ability because games that have longevity have the ability to make builds and have the players have fun and experiment with things to kind of keep the experience fresh. And then the people that are like you, that are, you know, community leaders to some aspect, can be like, oh, this is what I've made. This is how I play. And then people will compare yeah. what they play to you or they'll go to you to ask about, you know, tips in that kind of lane, that gameplay lane
1: um i do i do want to shout out uh
2: mod kyle um
1: who uh did help me along the way because he he went he he sallied forth in the game and got super end game really quick when he first got the game and he was able to unlock like all the mutations in the game which are an end game thing where you can mutate your body to like do crazy shit he was able to get me like i think the mars- marsupial perk which uh, ha- you jump twice as high he was mm-hmm. able to hook me up with a a, a, a a this other thing called adrenal reaction where the lower my health the more damage i do so all of this compounds to make this bloodied bow like this masterful fucking weapon of death and i'm super excited about it anyway that's that's all i want to say that's what i mean doing. that's that's pretty cool that was a big week for me getting that fucking bow <laughs> hell yeah Cause I've been waiting for a bow for so long. And then Jay Prince was like, Oh, I got a bloodied bow here, dude. It's got some perks that you might be able to use. And I was like, Holy shit, we got a trade. I ended up giving him a, uh, an anti armor. And this is a powerful gun, an anti armor grenade launcher. So it it igno- ignores 50% of any enemy you, you hits armor. So as long as he got, he has perk cards that like build up his explosive, like he's going to have a devastating weapon as well. So it was a pretty good trade, but, uh, it was fun I, I i i sorry i nerded out a little bit i did a little nerd you're scrum. you're
2: allowed to dude i
1: nerd scrummed a little bit um but man i'm fucking i'm fucking pumped at playing fallout right now it's probably the best the game's ever been
0: i'm really glad you have a game I that feel. gets you that pumped yeah, yeah i know fun. i know it feels good
1: uh, but yeah i mean all the jank of a fallout game is still fucking there <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess. More charm. at this point for all of us it is a part of the charm. we like, you know, my the other day my friend Splarence he's like stuck in a fucking wall. Every time I uh, every time I load into my camp, I the sp- I built my camp accidentally on the spawn pot the spawn the spawn part where I spawn. So every time I load in, the, the the walls of my house do not load and I'm moving around and then I'll walk underneath my house and then get stuck under my house. One time I got stuck under my house and then like it pushed me through the floor of the game. And I was walking on the subfloor under the road. <laughs> We're like all classic. laughing about it. Oh, wow. We're not going, this is a shitty game. We should never play this again. We're just like, this is Fallout. This is Bethesda. It's just. Right. I mean, shit. at some
2: point, you just have to laugh at it because what else are you <laughs> going to do? Be upset because it's always going to be there. It's a Bethesda <laughs> it's open world exploration game, you know?
1: There, yeah. All right. And then what's well, the, the, What's our news, Neo? We
0: got some so news. Speaking of
1: Fallout. Continue
0: the news. <laughs> uh, this week, the Fallout account tweeted out they are in the middle of production of a Fallout TV series on Amazon Prime. Writers. Uh Nolan, uh Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, the showrunners of Westworld, right, are making a Fallout TV series. It's Jonathan Nolan the Nolan. So it will be good for two John- seasons. Jonathan Nolan is what
2: we're saying. Jonathan Nolan.
1: Jonathan yeah. Nolan is the Nolan I'm thinking of. That's Christopher Nolan's brother.
0: Yes, I believe yes. so, yeah. Yeah, who wrote yes, who, who, who,
1: who wrote Memento. Which was
0: okay yeah cool
1: which is uh, which I, i'm John. gonna be
0: watching next week by the way that he a movie
1: no. a
2: christopher nolan doing christopher nolan directed
1: it oh, his, oh but Jonathan wrote his it. his brother wrote it yeah
2: interesting yeah
1: he might have wrote some of other uh chris helped christopher nolan work on some of his other movies the
0: film script well. was based on a pitch by jonathan nolan who wrote the story in 2001
1: unless there are different jonathan nolan's i don't no it's it's the, it's no, the one no,
2: is, not, is, not in Hollywood. Okay. No, there's there's Jonathan Nolan. So a couple
1: of things I didn't know about that. A couple of things that make me incredibly excited about a Fallout TV property showing up on yeah, Amazon. Yeah, what are you, what
0: are you excited about? Number
1: one, I didn't know about Jonathan Nolan. Like he's an amazing writer, so that's great. Um and I did I do enjoy for the most part except for season 3 Westworld. I enjoyed Westworld. Um but the biggest thing is uh, Amazon Studios and their ability to make uh, a production that takes place in a um, an alternate history of the United States work well um, because they've already done it with Man in a High Castle. Um, so this production studio is the same production studio that produced Man in a High Castle, and I'm fucking all in, dude. Like because yeah. Ma- Man in a High Castle, um, I've o- I've only watched. I think two of three seasons or three of four seasons. I can't remember how many seasons they've had so far. I think they did, they did a full four seasons. I think that's what it is. I didn't watch four. It's just a great alternate history of the United States with mm-hmm. where uh, the the uh,
0: the, the, not, US the, loses the Nazis
1: and the Japanese win the war. Mm-hmm. And then they split the United States right down the middle where the New York side, the Eastern East coast is the, the, the greater Nazi Reich and then, and then the West coast is the Japan coastal States or the, the Japanese Pacific States, I think is what it's called. Um, so,
0: it's- so what appeals to you most about having an Amazon run fallout show?
1: Uh, I mean, just the fact that Amazon is high production and they already have experience making an alternate history. Um, the They're
0: stuff, also doing a Lord of the Rings series currently.
1: The stuff that I'm gonna, yeah, Yeah, so, they are. So me and Splorance have we were talking about this before we even heard that there was a show announcement. We were talking, me and Splorance, when we were playing Fallout one night. Uh, we got into reading all of the... Um, uh, the wiki stuff while we were playing the game. Like we were in a computer and uh, you go into these terminals and fall out. And then you read like notes and shit from people who died pre, pre the war. And me and Splorence got obsessed one night about figuring out the exact timeline of like when the bombs dropped and how it affected mm-hmm. Virginia, West Virginia, where you play in the game. So what I really, we started talking about, we wouldn't it be great if they did a fallout TV show where they explored the time before the bombs dropped and you could like learn about the, like the first days when it, all the shit went down, all these old stories from all these people that are long dead. When you get to them in the, in the post-apocalyptic world, I think it'd be really cool to explore that like in season one. So season one, hypothetically plays out before pre-bomb, the pre-bomb right? You have this mm-hmm. world and then you meet these characters and then it's like post just post-bomb right?
0: I, I would love to see, like growing off of your idea, I would love to see season, like just, just hypothetically speaking, season one would be like a setup for the bombs dropping, right? And you watch vault be the be the company that goes, oh, we're preparing for the inevitable war yeah. with China that's going to happen, right? Exactly. And they set up the vaults all around the world. We're all Which, around the U.S.
1: If you guys yeah. don't realize this or you didn't look into the backstory, it happens because of fucking uh, an oil war. They were fighting over oil. That's the hype. Ah, so, in Fallout? Yeah, so here's the reason why... you like a bife of Fallout. So so the reason why... <laughs> <laughs> I'm the bife of Fallout. That's so funny. Um, so the reason why everyone runs nuclear... Get on
2: YouTube. What are you doing? Uh, uh, Sorry, go ahead.
1: The reason why everyone runs nuclear technology, all the cars are nuclear, nuclear. there's like... Appliances and households that run on nuclear energy. The reason why all that happened is because much earlier in the Amer- United States American timeline or world timeline, you should say, um, the Middle East, which was the main oil reserve for most of the world, as it is today, got nuked, got nuked very early on by two other countries feuding i can't remember the countries but they they nuked themselves It was definitely israel it was israel and like a couple other middle east countries they all nuked each other and that whole area all the oil became contaminated and the world mm. couldn't use it oh, anymore shit. and the reason why there was a dlc with fallout 3 that was about alaska anchorage alaska is because the war tips off when china invades to get the united states alaska um reserves the oil reserves in alaska that's what this battle of anchorage and battle of alaska is all about um right after the bombs get or the what leads up to the bombs getting dropped it's because the bombs get dropped because china wants the oil reserves the united states has so it's 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 crazy if they
0: get into any of that in the show potential yeah like fallout's lore and deep storytelling are what could make this an amazing tv show yeah i feel like
2: Yeah, like, all these games have... Like, I would read all these novels. Like, I'd watch all these movies, all these TV shows. It's cool
0: they're doing it. Because you're right, like, it goes back a long time, the history and the lore. Mm -hmm. And, like, even, like, Fallout 1 and 2, like, those were, like, very heavily story-driven... They had a lot of deep history, like even in those games, like they, yeah. they went very deep into the world building of the, of the fallout oh, universe,
2: especially with fallout one and two, because they were based mm-hmm. on pen and
0: paper RPGs who you had
2: to have a shit ton of story pre planned out because all the game was, was like rolling virtual dice. And moving along a board, so you had yeah. to have all that shit kind of planned out. But I, I, I disagree I, with you on one aspect, Felix, about your potential idea. Yeah, I feel like you need to have season one of this show. If we're again talking hypotheticals, yeah, we have yeah. no idea what's coming. I feel like season one needs to be in the wasteland. Oh, and, and, then, then, maybe, and then maybe a second maybe season or a flashback or, like, or, or flashbacks could be a thing. Or like, like, like Lost style, yeah, Lost stock work very well. Episode one maybe is like the beginning. Episode one, the dude wakes up and is out of cryo sleep in a vault or something. Like I was that, just,
1: I, I was just thinking
2: that in, the be- yeah. in the world. No, I agree as with you, it you. It in the games.
1: It could be more compressed, you know, because yeah. like the appeal of the games has always been the post-apocalyptic na- nature of the world. So right. I agree with you. Maybe compress it into one episode. Like the first episode explains the back history, the, the setup, how all the, the shit setup, happened, yeah. you know, and then, and then through di- dialogue and actions and events and shit, very similar to how the players do it, people start to discover shit about what happened long ago. I, I agree that that could
0: there, be, there is
1: they could story tell potential
0: them. for this to be amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah, they, for sure. The only watch uh, the only thing, I, that, the only thing that I worry about because I did watch a Fallout fan film. Is if they take some of the stuff in the game, like, I'm talking about clothing, and I'm talking about dialogue styles, and I'm talking about, like...
0: Well, fucking, Fallout is also inherently goofy yeah, in it's nature. fucking goofy. I There's wor- a lot of goofy I, things that happen in, right. the, in those games. And I
1: worry how that is going to, like... In a video game, it's different. But how is that going to contrast with, like, a bloodbath, right? In this visual medium. You know, I, like I, like...
0: I wonder if because of the writers, they take it a bit more seriously. Like Nolan, no, I, I know if, they would if, you know, take yeah, They like- would
1: totally take it more serious. But if they're going to maintain super gore, like mm-hmm. it, how that I could perceive Fallout translating to the screen, it, it's like a slasher movie and how gory it fucking could be, right? If they sure, went yeah. that route, you know, like think about like the perk that that always existed, one of the notable perks in the game. Uh, it's called bloody mess bloody messes you shoot a body and that you shoot a person and you kill them and they fucking break explode they explode into like a bunch of bloody body parts like that kind of shit i worry that's going to bring it in and make it too hokey you know what i mean like and 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 of course this fan film that i watched fucking did and it was so bad i was just like this is just corny fucking goofy shit yeah that was a bunch of youtubers seriously." seriously
0: Um, I, I have a feeling because of the nature of the writers and it just being on Amazon that you'll see probably a more grounded take. I have a feeling it'll it will be more grounded, closer to West in the in the Fallout universe. Yeah, you know, closer to Westworld. So
2: I yeah, I, I'd be that's like them. the wave of TV. The wave of TV is like the gritty realism. You know, peak TV. No one's gonna want to watch like a campy high quality show. If it's gonna be a Fallout show, they're gonna want like drama, maybe some light jokes light humor like not not a full-on dramedy but like you know they're gonna want people to believe this world to really sell it right they camp is not how they get people into this universe directly it's going to be the serious like imagine an alternate future of america you know like that's going to be the pull yeah yeah.
0: my worry is is they walking dead it and they they just kind of drag their feet along with the story or whatever they do that's that is my 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 one concern if they do go that route of like wasteland survivors and whatever. Well, it's it's
1: it's got to have some of the charms of the game uh, because if it doesn't, then it's just you know your normal run of the mill bullshit post apocalyptic story that we've seen a thousand times. You know, like um, everything every the post apocalypse stories have a, a bunch of different skins in culture. You know, like. Um, I'm trying to think of shows that I watch that are all similar like Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Walking yeah, Dead that's the one I think you're the Walking Dead. Um uh I was watching I started watching um uh Van Helsing. Did you ever watch that? The movie? It's a TV show about a female Van Helsing, right? Oh. The only thing that makes that different than The Walking Dead is the fact that there's a female in the show named Van Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> like it plays out kind of like The Walking Dead, you know, to try to survive. Except what's killing them outside is not zombies. Zombies, it's, it's vampires. It's vampires. You know, like mm. the world is flooded with vampires, and they gotta they gotta kill the vampires. That uh, they gotta survive the vampires. But you know, so it's like the, the, I could see it falling into the tropes. Too many tropes. If they if they don't give it the character that it has, you know. So that's how I feel about
0: that. Well, it's something we'll look forward to, and I will definitely watch. I definitely will keep an eye out for that. Yeah, it sounds just as cool. I definitely have
1: Amazon, and I enjoy watching Amazon shows when I can. So it's gonna be good.
0: Um, other TV shows that are happening that are video game related. Yeah. Uh, Sims is getting a reality show. I don't even know what you're fucking talking. It's about. True. What does that mean? As a resident Sims mean? fan, mm-hmm. how do you feel about? Yeah, this? How's that gonna go, I'm,
2: bro? I'm stoked, dude. What do you mean? How's it gonna go? It's no, gonna go great. How's it structured? What's it
0: about? <laughs> There is a, a there is a trailer.
2: Yeah, it's essentially going to be like uh, a competition to build, you know, build a, a, a house, a family, um, a believable like Sims experience, and it's going to be like a weekly competition. I think you uh, win a hundred thousand dollars when it's when it's all said and done. So Shit's going to be lit, this.
0: dude. I'm watching
2: this trailer right now. People already do like Sims competitions, uh, Big Brother-style challenges that are, you know, reality shows inside of the Sims world while they're streaming based on their own rules. Sims challenges. Um, they're, they're, the world is just incredibly deep, and there's so much that you can kind of milk for content out here. And it's it's it makes the perfect sense. It's like ripe for a reality show. I'm surprised they waited this long. Honestly
0: watching this trailer reminds me do you guys remember the playstation produced show, the tester i i watched the tester every I single week yeah i watched that too yeah. this re- i'm getting lots of tester vibes of this mm-hmm. for sure for yep. sure um but it oh my god it premieres on the 17th mm-hmm. are you kidding me it's already done like they're ready for it Get ready everybody okay so what we're gonna need is on Whenever this comes out, and then whenever our next show is a uh, trip, I'm gonna need your review of this TV show episode one. I, I, I'm gonna I'll need to hear I'll about write this. Write
2: thing. Yeah, let me
1: see
0: this trailer. Yeah, links in links in our show notes. Oh, yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, another TV show that's being produced. I'm just gonna move along if that's okay. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, it's, it's game TV news. Things this is game happening. TV news. Yeah, I know a lot. A lot. Like we didn't even. I don't even know if we talked about the Last of Us TV show, but that's that was like, announced like weeks ago.
1: That's like the title. That's the title. Ga- game
0: TV news. <laughs> Game TV news. Do <laughs> um, um, you want to talk
1: about The Last of Us?
0: No. Well, we, it's already been announced. Like It's been weeks since since they announced it. Uh, it's going to be on HBO. Nothing is
1: really Druck- confirmed, right?
0: Druckmann's working on it. Look, all we know is Druckmann's working on it. It's probably going to be the events of the first game, and it, it's going to be on HBO. That's like all we know about it. So all we can refer is, okay, well, we know the story. Who are they going to cast? How are they going to present this story to us? in their hbo version of it that's like all we can really guess but um so there's not really much to say about it to be yeah. honest because we don't, all mean, played the first game
2: yeah your favorite boy though uh felix druckman your friend your best friend Yo old druckman he's yes. working on it i don't so, him. i can't wait i cannot wait for the one day we're at some ministry event not even an event like an after party you know like we're at like the discord party or something and like we're all just hanging out we're getting drinks and then like all of a sudden I hear punches, this noise. I, yeah, I hear this noise face. from behind me of like glasses shattering, drinks spilling, people falling into each other. And it's because Neil Druckman fucking clocked you in the side. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't wait for that
2: moment. Because A, it's, it gonna means We're right. back. it's gonna happen. And
0: two,
1: he probably deserves it. Yeah, he's gonna fucking clock me one of these days for my shit. Yeah, for sure.
0: Oh, but actually, to oh, be honest, man. after this past week, He's got way more fish to fry than Felix getting angry at, at dying in his video game. Oh, you know
1: yeah, what I mean? I heard, yeah, yeah but, but he's got legit death threats, not the, just the yeah. death threats that came from me. I mean, he's got legit yeah. threats. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I didn't do
0: that. I know. We're all just <laughs> playing around with you, Druckmann. We love your games. I love your games, I love for your sure.
1: Games. Um, but, and, and I have full confidence that like him being involved in the TV show is going to make it more authentic, which is really oh, yeah, it's because, probably
0: He's probably going to be driving to make sure it stays true to whatever the story was. I mean, the rumors
1: casting, good. the fan favorite casting that I saw today that shocked me, and I thought it was legit casting, but it wasn't. Um, Jamie Lannister. It was Jamie Lannister, dude. It's Joel. Joel. I was like, what the fuck? You just blew my I've mind. because I
0: I've seen Hugh so... Jackman as Joel, which I guess would he's work, too. too
1: fucking, he's too fucking old. I don't know, man.
0: Joel's pretty old. Joel's old.
1: He's an old man. I, I, in that game. He, he's an old man in two, but he's not like an old man in He's like in his fifties. Well, no, the start of Last of Us Two, he's a young father. One, you mean? Sorry, Last of Us One. The start of Last of U- Last of Us One, he's a young father. He's a single father who's young, right?
0: Uh, yeah, but that's like that's like ten, twenty, fifteen years, years before the outbreak, right? Right. I guess when you when he's in the
1: show, he he doesn't need to, but he needs to be an actor. He's, he's
0: like got gray in his hair and everything. And they're gonna start the, the way game. they
1: started the game. Like he's he's gonna have to be be able to play a little younger if they're going to do that opening. You know? God, if they fucking do that, that's going to be nuts, dude. I can't
0: wait. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's something to look forward to. Um, so another TV show that got announced was the game My Friend Piedro Pedro, is also getting a TV show from the creators of John Wick. So I don't know if you're familiar... Familiar with this game? Uh, um, it's a side-scrolling like action platformer where you can shoot your arms independently in slow motion and jump around. Mm-hmm. The trailer's dope. Like you guys should check this the trailer for uh, my friend Pedro the, out. The game, and board, the game bored
1: me. I got bored of that game.
0: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that far in it. I I ended up checking out of it. But it could be a cool TV show. Yeah,
1: I mean the basic premise of the game was enough to draw me in. So maybe if they add some character stuff to it, it'll it, it would get cool. But
0: hmm um yeah so that could be pretty sweet um definitely looking forward to seeing all these video game tv shows pop out
2: yeah man it's a lot a lot of action about the uh around the tv world so it'll be cool to see what comes out mm-hmm.
0: yeah absolutely um all right cool so those are those articles all right so next news story all right this is this is kind of a rumor but microsoft is reportedly interesting in acquiring warner brothers interactive uh which is a big get Currently, AT and T owns it, and this this includes the studios, Avalanche Software, Monolith Productions, NetherRealm, Rocksteady, and TT Games, and various other. But oh, that one company that owns all them. That is all under Warner Brothers Interactive, which AT and T wow. currently owns, and they're looking to sell it. Uh, AT and T is currently looking to sell it off. Um, there's been a bunch of rumors of of like uh, what's been floating around. Um, who wants to buy it? Like Sony uh, EA, maybe it's just been, it's just been going, it's been bouncing back and forth, but that means like you get like the Batman games, you get all WB properties, Lord of the Rings, you get the Lego games, you get mortal Kombat uh, franchise. You, but, that's a, that's a lot. Yeah. Right. But it's
1: something to think about because like, then they're not under the umbrella of time Warner. Right. Cause AT&T time Warner is the same company. Right. So they're not under that umbrella anymore. So what does that do for the licensing of the Mortal Kombat game games and the Injustice two game? You know, like, well, what does that do for I that?
0: imagine those studios have the license licensing because of its because of its no, it being done? No, but when they when they do right? those
1: games, I'm not talking about the core characters. I'm talking about like when they do Mortal Kombat they bring in like the surprise characters and I think Like Joker able, and stuff. Yeah, I think they're able to pull that licensing because they have like a, a mothership that's above them that like has access well, to that. That,
0: that would be WB, shit. the uh, the movie studio, right? Yeah, yeah, so like yeah. a like a lot of like the DC properties actually fall under WB. That's who produces right. the uh the DC I, movies. I guess it's
1: the same relationship. You know, like yeah. that, that's a company within a company and they probably have to go through all the fucking red tape that a company outside the company would have to go through. So I guess it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, so like what would you think of like if Microsoft got this, that would be a huge get for them for the next generation. They they've, would have They've
2: made some that. moves for getting Studios and developers and things, kind of, kind of trying to rival PlayStation's little. They're trying to acquire little, little, major like, IP. Dude. The fact that, that PlayStation owns a lot of really good first-party studios that make a lot of you know really good first-party content, and they have to essentially like compete with that if they want to be taken as seriously or have good exclusives. You know,
0: yeah. I mean, Sony over the years has cultivated all their studios to be what they are. They've given them the freedom to do what they want to do, and you get places like Naughty Dog and insomniac and and uh even kojima's new studio they they have full liberty of whatever games they make and generally they they come out with bangers like you know yeah um if they can get because like even at e3 like a year or two ago when microsoft came out was like we bought uh what's that studio ninja theory we bought this studio we're getting all these studios under our belt so we can have the best games and we have still yet to see the fruits of those purchases um, except for like Hellblade Two, uh, you know the Senua game. Um, that was announced, well, but like not
1: that didn't come out right.
0: It's announced, yeah, yeah, correct. Um, and aside from like Halo and stuff, which which hasn't come out yet. Fucking state um, of decay two, man. That's another example, right? Like those, but those games <laughs> don't have the polish and quality that you see Sony Sony pumping out, right? Oh, fuck, like no. your God of War's and your Horizons, man. Like those things are fucking they're dope like well, i mean they're movies
1: like they're they interactive in movies that's what
0: they're putting out it's high production great. value yeah, yeah it's it's value. great and then you get like state of decay and crackdown 3 and you're like this is like a 360 what you, game what are you why, why doing over there, there man
1: <laughs> State of the Decay two, man was well, released in the fucking what's that store the the they used to have xbox the live xbox store. store xbox live store
2: yeah on um, what on windows well on xbox no, xbox live I, store. No, i meant
1: they used to have like the live live games live store that's oh right brand- yeah their was-
0: branding has been just so confusing too yeah yeah that's another thing they need to get locked yeah. down
1: now it's just called the xbox store but it has like all types of games but there was a point in time where you would go into the xbox live store and it was just trash games <laughs> like yeah. you, we were we were not buying our games digital then we were buying discs so the major games that were cool and fucking polished and amazing were on discs and we buy them Mm -hmm. in the store pop them in right and then but if you wanted to get some fun shitty games that suck you would go to the xbox live arcade xbox live arcade that's what it was called not the right yeah xbox live that was that
0: was a way for them to pump up indies at the time right at the time it turned into
1: like an indie thing um but it Mm -hmm. didn't it started off as like like just weird trash was in there (laughs) and
0: then over time it started becoming something i mean even sony is making pushes like that they they did like an indie showcase like a week ago and they showed off like a bunch of new indie games coming to the ps5 that you could expect and that's um so they they did do all that
1: yeah i remember uh one of the the hot ones that came out of uh xbox live arcade was uh super meat boy
2: That, Mm -hmm. that was like a big one yeah, and that was, it's a very popular Ooh. game. Documentary on that, I believe, on Netflix. About- Indie game,
1: the movie, man. Indie yeah. game, Indie game, the movie. Yeah. It was a, fun, a part of that. That's where I learned about Super Meat Boy and Fez, and uh, Fez is
2: the, an incredible game. What was the
1: rewind? I the, the rewinding time game with that little kid.
2: Oh, um, another really good one, uh, Braid. Braid, yeah. So all three Braid. of
1: those games yep. are featured in Indie Game the Movie. It was a good documentary. Do- really yep. good documentary for sure.
0: I'm going to watch that. I have not seen that.
1: Yo, Um, there's two documentaries you should watch: Indie Game the Movie, uh, Neo, and have you ever watched? um, Come on, man! It's the one me and Kevin Oates always talk about about uh, Donkey Kong, King of Kong. Have you ever watched
0: King of Kong? Is that about that dude who held the record for Billy Mitchell, uh, baby? uh, Billy Mitchell,
1: yeah, (laughs) yeah, man! You gotta watch King of Kong. They're all Uh, fucking. I will. I will watch
0: that I know he's been in the news because like he got his like he he got his record back or something. He got it back. And he got it back. Yeah. But oh, dude, he got it back. Yeah, Apparently, yeah, just US recently, or whatever. In the last
1: two weeks, he got it, They, they reinstated uh, his records and shit. Billy wow. Mitchell, Dirtbag bag of the Midwest, man, that guy is a scumbag. Uh, yeah, Mike, he screws his- it. I love that documentary because everyone's trashing that dude. They're all horrible people. It's fucking
0: great. <laughs> so. What do, you, what do you guys think of like WB going to like Microsoft if they do purchase it what do you because like that means like they get like Harry Potter games they get like all the big franchises like Lord of the Rings and stuff Mortal Kombat I mean I mean,
2: sounds dope I don't one way or the other I mean he doesn't Tony can take a with it I feel like Microsoft is closer to making game decisions than WB might be so like it might work out better in the long run and if we mm-hmm. want like good game content you know like if that's the goal if that's what you would want right right mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah i don't i, I think it's fucking if, if they were stalled over at warner brothers time, under time warner 18 mm-hmm. if they were stalled because they weren't getting the kind of fun, financing and money
0: and it seems like why they are selling it off they just want to they just want to like liquidate it almost, yeah and, just and, and sell if, it off. if
1: microsoft is 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 going to be more proactive with making content because they want the ip and they want to utilize the ip then that's going to be a great thing you know mm. we haven't seen a fucking steady game about No, Rocksteady, a Rocksteady Batman game since Ark they're doing Knight.
0: they're doing something. They're not doing Batman. I feel like WB Montreal is doing another Batman game. That's my guess. That's my guess. But Rocksteady's they they've they've got something that they're they're hiding. And people used people um,
1: people used to kick kick it like it was a can the um the Arkham Origins game. But I enjoyed the whole thing. Like I sure. love, love the Arkham Origins storyline. It was great. Um, but yeah, I, what what do you think Rocksteady's doing? A bigger DC Universe game or? <sighs>
0: I wonder if they're even doing anything superhero related. They super might. Hero they hero. might be doing something completely different. Yeah. Um, there were rumors
1: they were working on a Superman game, which got me kind of excited.
0: I think. I think a lot of people generated that hype because of the end, of, or because of in Arkham, whatever the, their last game was. night. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There
1: were, there <laughs> were, they had
0: a lot of. They had like Lex Luthor in it. They had a lot of references to Metropolis. There, um, and there, yeah, stuff.
1: there was definitely some intertextual work going there. Um, yeah, saw Lex Corp. Headquarters and like all that shit. That was fun. That was a good game. Yeah.
0: So uh, moving on. Uh, apparently, Microsoft is reportedly against publishers from charging upgrades to the new consoles, like graphics and performance upgrades. Um, now, this comes into the news because earlier this week, 2K Games, the makers of the basketball game 2K, NBA 2K, yeah, um, they Remember. positioned that if you want to buy uh their game on the next gen console they're going to start the price at a higher p- price point for the new for the next generation so this also brought on a, yeah and they also this also brought on the conversation of games for next gen might be 70 dollars instead of 60 dollars moving forward like it just might happen fucking um, um
1: uh you know mauer from the fireside Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, he commented, and he had this recollection, and I don't recall this, but he said, "Wasn't there a time period in the past when games were like seventy or eighty dollars?"
0: I believe there, there were, and I. But they went down at one point to sixty, and they stayed. I, there I for remember
1: that. back in my youth, Nintendo games were fifty bucks. I remember that because I would save up for a fifty-dollar Nintendo game quite frequently.
0: There was at there was at one point where games were coming out on Steam and consoles. Like I want to say the th- early three sixty PS three era, and the PC versions were always fifty dollars, and the console versions were always sixty dollars. Yeah, which was which blew my mind because the PC, even at the time, you still got the PC version that is usually the better version.
1: But right, but I have no recollection of there being seventy dollar video games. And then Locke, I think, jumped into the chat with Maurer and started saying that. Uh, Sega CD, and I think he said, "Did he say N sixty four? It was some Nintendo later Nintendo console version. Were seventy, like at one point, that their mm-hmm. price was seventy bucks.
0: There was a ton. I, I, I want to say, like Super Nintendo era, that was like the case. Yeah, maybe they were like that pricey. I mean, I, but
1: I just don't think as a kid I would be willing to save up seventy dollars to buy something."
2: No, I'm so we've, had, we've had this price point for so long, which is part of the problem. Everyone's used to it, right? And like, time is blurring. And then there's microtransactions, which everyone I think mentally says, like, okay, it's cool that we're paying this because we're supporting them for longer by buying the in-game skins, emotes, whatever the fuck. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, like that's part of what we accept as people buying these games. So, like. Will we accept $70, which is only ten dollars more, right? But then you see that seven zero versus like the fifty nine ninety nine, and you're like, Oh, this is a shit ton more money, even that game will probably still have emotes and skins and microtransactions. And like, look, I think we need to, you know, like the industry is so expensive at this point, Mm -hmm. and games are not, honestly, compared to like their development cost.
0: No, you're absolutely right. It's this. I, I have no problem paying more money for a for a, a complete experience. Put more effort,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, um, Because right now I'm buying the seventy dollar game. In some cases, like Mortal Kombat 11, I bought the hundred dollar game, and it still wasn't the whole game. <laughs> no, <diggy. laughs>
0: it was all the no, characters.
1: Sir. The hundred was all the extra characters that they release over time. But then they surprised us and said, "There's a whole other storyline DLC that could go with this for 140 mm-hmm. right, yeah. bucks." So I paid 140 for the whole game.
0: <laughs> and look, don't get me wrong. I understand the purpose of the microtransaction, all those other other costs associated with like DLC and stuff. That supports the developers' ongoing efforts to maintain the game. Like I understand the purpose of it. Um, but paying more in the long run upfront, I'm okay with. Like that's totally fine by me. Yeah. Um, But will the vast majority of people? That's really the question. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to say I think they will because a new generation turn is a good time to do this. Because at this point, you'll be like, well, I can spend $60 on my PS4 version or I can, you know, $70 for the newer, better, hotter version, you know?
1: The high res version of the game. So you think there might be two SKUs in like a store, you know? Like, the seventy dollars version of the game, which gives you up updated, better graphics, sixty frames per second, or whatever, and then the shittier version. Yeah, do <laughs> you think they'll do it, do it like that?
2: No, I think they're testing the waters to see the feedback about this. You know, yeah.
0: And I don't know if I don't know if Two K is going about it the right way because they're kind of just like shoehorning and forcing people to. Be like, oh well. If you want the better version, you gotta you gotta shell. It. it looks like the bundle. Let's see. I'm gonna open this article here. Uh, yeah, the recommended price will be sixty nine dollars for the PS5 launch. Well, I guess I guess that is what it is, right? Like that is that is them bumping the price up. Sixty nine dollars per game for the PS5. Right, but what Microsoft is doing with their smart with their smart delivery. Um, Is they're saying any game you buy on the current Xbox One generation, you'll be able to get the full upgraded version for no cost extra. It's just going to be that way. You'll just get the better version when you pop your game into the new console. Like, you'll get the nicer version. It'll do it dynamically. Um, Yeah, exactly. And like, Cyberpunk already came out and was like, yeah, our game, you buy it on the Xbox One X, the Series X will let you, like, it'll just move up for you. Like, it'll just pick the better version. Um, so I'm, I'm interested because it sounds like a lot of the things that that happened um, that, that are going to happen this holiday is are still up in the air. We still don't know how a lot of this transition p- phase is going to work, uh, which is kind of interesting to see because I because I have no idea what to expect from this generation. This is a very, very different generation than the PS three to four. You know,
1: well, I'll be able to tell you guys because I'm getting fucking both of them.
0: I can't wait. <laughs> i have nuts, dude. I mean, I'm definitely getting the PS5 because all the developers I like and care about are going to be there, and my PC can probably play most of the Xbox games, for sure. Like, like Xbox already said, you'll be able to play your game, their games on any, any platform. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they pretty much told me, Xbox said, you don't need to buy our hardware, which is kind of weird for them to do. I mean, that's just as a PC user, you know? But anyway, so I think that's it, guys i think i hit all the news we have two conferences coming up this week uh or this month we have ubisoft this sunday which we'll talk about next week oh yeah fun fact if you watch ubisoft and link your account
2: your Ubisoft account into whatever however you watch in a method that they're probably going to detail soon yeah you will get a copy of Watch Dogs 2 for pc so it's, it's a good, good deal It's good. Yeah. To watch yeah
0: i almost forgot holy shit felix what uh, 30 minutes of Assassin's Creed Valhalla leaked this week. Oh, sorry, guys. I didn't I didn't want to let this go. I didn't you, want to let this go. You fucking watched it. You know, you would think I
1: did. of all your talk earlier in the, the episode that I'm this Assassin's Creed guru because I've been playing these games for so long and that I would have been be the one. I mean, you played here. 100
0: hours of Odyssey. Right. so
1: So you'd expect that I'd be the one to be telling you about the 30 minutes of game footage, but that is not the facts. I watched like five minutes of it and then fucking said I want to wait until it comes out. You know, that's sure. My my mentality was I don't want to watch some bullshit spoil footage that probably is broken.
0: Yeah, but I mean it. like my takeaway was my takeaway was it's early, it's early footage. It says it's a it's an early build of the game yeah, like yeah, in this video. What I,
1: that's what I saw. Yeah. Um
0: there is some jank that none of that bothers me. That that whole like I've seen early builds of games before I know what to expect. I know what to look like I played the Anthem Alpha that's definitely what an what an early build of a game looks like. Um but what from what I saw, it looks and feels like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like it, it looks like more of that. Um which if you like that, you're probably going to get more of that and have a good time exploring whatever the uh the the Viking setting that they're going to be giving you this time. Is. Well, I did
1: love it and I completed it. So
0: yeah it has has, a lot of people saying it it like looks like witcher the color palette's a lot different like it's a darker more toned down color palette um but i i mean for me personally what my takeaway is i don't like the odyssey combat and i didn't like what i saw of the valhalla combat it looks like way too floaty there's it's for me it's like the weight behind your strikes just isn't there it just feels like i'm mashing the dodge button and the attack button like I, I like I like my God of War combat like that. That feels like you got weight right. Like even things like um like even Horizon, which is just like mostly mostly uh ranged combat. I fe- you feel those shots hit those dinosaurs right? The sound they make, like like everything communicates to you. Your shots are doing things right. Sure, just, yeah. Just responses like that, and I I don't get that out of like the Asa- the this the Assassin's Creed games, the modern ones, like the we- ones. Yeah, we
2: still have to see more, obviously. All we had was like leaked footage and it was probably garbage quality anyway. By the time I went to go watch it, it was already gone. So I, I haven't seen this at all. I got
0: I got mirrors for you if you want.
2: Oh, there's still there's still some links out there. Yeah, okay.
0: people gift like, they put the whole thing in like a gif Reddit GIF form. So it's oh, like they're extended
2: yeah. audio gifts yeah. that are good quality. They're fine. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Trip. No, I'm just saying like we don't know a lot yet and it's probably still like like you were saying early access kind of gameplay or or early you know development period so we'll see how that looks at the end but i in general i haven't played the new one so this is probably a, f- a not a fully informed opinion but i'm mm-hmm. a fan of the older assassin's creed and um Me too. i would have to be really intrigued by the time or like the the area of the world That it's happening in. Actually, that's again kind of a lie because I fucking loved Egypt and I didn't play uh, Origins. So, (laughs) I mean, I guess that doesn't really hold enough water either. Sure. um, I don't know. I'd love to hear how the game kind of feels and see if it iterates on anything that we've seen in some of the the new remakes of the game. I just, it's another, to me, it seems like another open world, gigantic time commitment that I don't know if I would want to invest in versus like the small, shorter. Still, gigantic, big experiences, but like the the more focused experiences of some of the previous Assassin's Creeds.
0: Uh, yeah, and I, I agree. Like from what I saw of Odyssey and what I saw Felix play of Odyssey, it seemed more along the lines of like a ju- like the map is massive, right? Like I like my open world games. I'm excited for Ghost of Tsushima coming out soon. That's going to be an open world game, but the, there's just the sheer scale and the checklist that they put in front of you doesn't it doesn't feel like I'm playing a game anymore? I feel like I'm just doing chores and going right. from point A to point B. Um, which I don't want out of my open world games. I like a good focused story that uses the environment in a. It, it, I like open world games when they, it uses the environment in a clever, meaningful way, not just size for size sake. Right, like you don't want to just go big because you can. You want to you want to be able to use the environment well and use it to the player's enjoyment instead of just like creating these open spaces, which. Sure. Like like Horizons a good example. It I think it it used its environment well. It was a big large game, but at the same time, I didn't feel like I was just checking off boxes just to check off boxes. I was enjoying exploring the world, learning about the world as I went along. You know, that was just this was an example. Now,
1: I, I, I'm just skipping through the footage right here. I mean, the the thing that looks really cool to me is the uh, attacking a castle shit. That looks really yeah. cool. yeah. That was
0: one of the missions that they they played. The mission that was played was a was a castle assault. And if that becomes um, if that's like. Okay. Also, you can play as a woman. So they're doing the male the male female protagonist again, like they did in Odyssey. You mean the single protagonist where you could just flip it to male Correct.
1: versus female, not Correct <laughs> and didn't bother to write a whole script for the woman and a whole script for the man. That 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 double like multiple exactly. protagonist.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, look, you could speak to that better than I can. I didn't I didn't play the game i mean
1: i can't remember it was you or trip defended them when i complained about that on one of our shows (laughs) (laughs) recently you were like that's a lot of work man it is a lot of work i mean even that's that i expect them to fucking do because it's work it's a deal if you're going to market your fucking game as being hey check this out we got the you pick a woman pick a man i expect two entirely different stories not based on because of their gender just because well well They're like ma- it, it reminds me of mass
0: effect like you're literally just picking the gender of your character the story is the same and that choices exactly, you okay. make are the same right yeah um i just pretty much yeah.
1: i think it would be neat to like travel around the world for different reasons you know what i mean mm-hmm. like,
0: like like yeah you're essentially just playing the same story as the different gender like if, if you, you if you pick
1: the it. dude you start the game on the rooftop of your house if you pick the woman, you start the game on the rooftop of your house. Like it would be neat if you start as the dude. He's like walking in maybe a fucking Greek like legion.
2: And yeah, not they called. actually took time out to like create different stories. Yeah, and stuff like
1: that. yeah. Like like he starts in a different a whole other fucking sector of the world. You know, like and begins mm-hmm. his life there. Or it could be in the same fucking town, just in a different location. You know what I mean? Like add right. some variety. If they do that with this because they heard the criticism because that's one thing they fucking do. They do so many of these fucking games. Each game is like, uh, 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 each game is a test of mechanics and features that they could develop further. And they listen to feedback, you know, like Street three was the introduction, the test of the ship mechanics. There was like two missions in that game where you, you've, took the ship around people loved those missions they, people loved they it. ate it up and they said fuck it let's do black flag and it's like the whole game is you're at the in the entire caribbean yeah exactly and it's, and it's amazing yeah. so they test out features so maybe in assassin's creed because it, you know the, the the idea of having two genders didn't start in assassin's creed odyssey it started in syndicate assassin's creed syndicate And here's how it was rendered in that one. Literally, you would pause the game if you were the dude. You would pause the game in a menu, flip to the girl, and now the girl is standing where the dude was.
0: (laughs) just swap positions. That's it.
1: That's all they did. You literally would just flip it in a menu, and now you could be the girl. You didn't. You didn't even find out. Like, remember in uh, uh, GTA 5 how when you played that story, you would find out that Trevor is halfway across the map, drunk and like laying in a trash can. You know what I mean? When you would flip, did you guys play that? You, you're not following me. Are you guys not no. you know, not in the no. podcast anymore? Like, are we doing that? <laughs> no no, no I'm'm I'm like, I'm like I'm asking if you remember this feature. remember how I
2: don't remember the feature I'm, was, I'm oh, you okay, had-
1: okay, okay, you had three characters, and then you would play a part of the story, and if you decided at one point you could flip using a button to the other character, and you would come in on a completely different other part of the city, and the character would be doing something randomly. Like it was, it was hilarious. Like Trevor would wake up. It was fun. It was fun to flip to Trevor because he would wake up like on a rooftop or one time he's like shot somebody and you walk away and you're like, this guy is terrifying. He just shot somebody and walked away.
2: I think GTA 5 burnt my PS3 before I could really play enough of that game to to,
1: to meet that feature. No, sorry. Sorry. I I assumed, I assumed that we had all played it like crazy. That's my own. That's my own. Yeah, that's my own perspective then. Yeah. Just projecting on you guys.
2: I mean, I get what you're Um, saying. It's like they're they're living their own lives before you do them.
1: And it was great in GTA, and that game came out before. For Assassin's Creed Syndicate, so they had the ability to know that another game company fucking well, did it.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say Rockstar did that. Not right. Ubisoft sticks to their formula and like right. makes cha- little bit little bit of changes little, little over bit time. of changes. So yeah.
1: yeah, so in Syndicate it was switch the character in a menu, and now you're the girl versus the guy, and then then they for no, and then they kind of regressed or went back. Then you play as Bayak in Origins. And there is a woman character, which is his wife or girlfriend or whatever, but you never get to play as her except for one mission. So that they backtracked. It was like you could play as Evie in Syndicate the whole time. You could Then in the next game, they just uh, put the female character as like a mini mission that you do. Um, And then they come out with Odyssey, and Odyssey gives you the ability to pick from the beginning, play as the woman the whole time. But it's the same fucking story, and you're like... Okay, guys. What do I'm you-
0: going to have a feeling that you're going to experience the same thing in Odyssey with this. Men or, man or woman, you're going you're gonna to probably be playing the same story. But, right. You say that,
1: but. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they're, they're maybe not. Maybe they were testing the waters,
0: and now I don't have a lot of faith them. in Ubisoft but to I, change their I, formula I, that man. that strongly. That's it's that's pretty, just that's just me personally. This is just me personally talking, right? Because they, they they stick to what they they think they're good I, at. And, I agree with you. It's a pretty
1: it. pretty dramatic change to how they build everything in their game. Mm-hmm. If they had to do that, if they had to make two completely different storylines,
0: but we'll yeah, know dude. when the fucking thing comes out. We'll know. I bet we see more of it this weekend at the ubisoft conference
1: oh and that's literally this weekend so this footage Sunday, yeah this footage is this 30 minutes of gameplay footage is what they were going to show this weekend.
0: <laughs> maybe it's possible like, a, like an so unpolished some, version of d- it
1: some dickhead like temp yeah. or like like production assistant got a hold of a flash drive that had the 30 minutes of footage they were going to use for the weekend and he fucking like long he, he Fucking let it rip on, uh, what, what, 4chan or some shit?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Fucking funny.
0: But, yo, know, Ubisoft has a history of losing their fucking documents from work and getting their shit leaked. Like, this happens all the time with them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's happened with many of the Assassin's Creed and Far Cries. That's true. Well, yeah. We'll find out what the fuck. But anyway, I guess we'll find out this weekend what Ubisoft has to show for us, guys. How about we wrap it up?
2: <sighs> sounds good. That sounds like a plan.
0: Uh, I've been Niyo You guys can follow me at Twitter at twitter.com slash new underscore yoshi twitch.tv slash neoayoshi no underscore there i am in a holding pattern until ghost of tsushima comes out i have no idea what to play i'm probably just gonna stream valorant and whatever else nonsense that i that i have here until then so please look forward to that uh felix
1: yeah and uh, i'm felix hergood i am now only on twitch because mixer shut its shit down uh <laughs> twitch.tv slash felix hergood gonna be there exclusively um, the game I'm playing, the two games right now I'm playing, Fallout 76, I have the Fallout First membership, so we play that all the time. I don't know if I'll be streaming that anytime soon. I think the next time, I just, I canceled Fallout First on the PlayStation. I remember I told you guys I had it on both. Canceled it over there. I mean, I'm going to let that year lapse, but I probably won't play that character anymore. And I rebought Elder Scrolls Online uh, because they now have a 12-month option. So I did, mm-hmm. did, nice. did, so did your full
2: in um, still fully in on that.
1: Yeah. And I played a couple of sessions of elder scrolls online and what's really cool about elder scrolls online. Yo, trip zero, they introduced Skyrim. And when you start, I, dude, I know. I know. I'm not saying go yeah. get yeah. elder scrolls I online, know, dude, but I you know, know, what's really, really cool. They start the DLC. They know how much people love this shit. They start the DLC with you Wait, ri- can- riding on a cart.
0: just waking up in the cart (laughs) waking up in
1: the cart yeah i uh uh, so i uh was i I reloaded the game i got the new dlc or whatever and i had all that shit and uh i let the game like like sit for a second because i was like on my phone or whatever and i looked up and the game went into like like a preview of the the new uh the heart of skyrim or the heart of darkness in Mm -hmm. skyrim or whatever it is it went into the preview of like like uh, the opening sequence and i look up and it's I'm on the cart in Skyrim, and I go, what the fuck is happening? Did I put in Skyrim? <laughs> it's, it's really cool. like rendered it pretty much exact. You know, This takes place thousands of years before Skyrim even happened. So I don't right, even know right. what the storylines are related to, but it's funny that they, they chose to start it at the same beat. Oh, 100% it's intentionally, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just to remind you of the beginning of Skyrim. That's yeah, funny. So
1: I'm going to fuck with Elder Scrolls Online, and I don't even know what I'm going to be playing. Lots of things. Ghost, nice. Ghost of tsushima for sure so
2: trip yep and i'm trip zero tv you guys can find me on twitch.tv slash trip zero tv i stream mondays tuesdays and thursdays 7 p.m to 11 p.m we are doing the last of us part two right now and probably when that ends we should be right around the time of ghosts of tsushima like everyone else is gonna be playing uh very 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 excited for that game so that's what we'll be hopping into on my channel as well um so yeah that's where you can find me and what I'm doing. All my socials are also the same thing. being very, very easy to find. I guess we can expect spoiler
0: cast from us on that. That'd be pretty dope. Uh, that would yeah.
1: be, be a fun spoiler cast, yeah.
0: Yeah, dude. We'll see you next week, guys. Later. Look, 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 it was look. awful
1: get get to
0: this ben Solo, that this is out. what i
1: say to anybody when it comes to nerd property or this specific nerd property get to the reason why it seems implausible to you and if you're okay with that reason then own it like you're
2: doing right right felix are you are you are you saying search your feelings